Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? I'm doing good. How are you? Excellent. Fantastic. Here are your three headlines. If you get the real one, you're going to get your pants scared off at the Dent Schoolhouse. Does that sound like fun to you? Oh, absolutely. All right. And here we go. Is it A? A guy is arrested for attacking his coworker on the toilet. Is it B? Woman jumps coworker at the copy machine for eating the last piece of cake. Or C, man fired for screaming at his boss for stinking up the bathroom. I'm going to go with A. You're right. Nice. All right. Nice. nice. Something very unsavory about attacking someone when they're sitting on the can, you know? Not it's just very feels, nice. It's like a violation of the rules kind of, you know? Unfair advantage. Yeah. Yellow card. There's a 30-year-old guy named Logan Baker in Greeley, Colorado, and he works at a company called Freedom Drilling Services. The company was holding a safety meeting last week, and for some reason, Logan got into an argument with a coworker during the meeting. Over what? Who knows? Afterwards, the coworker went into the bathroom to do his business, and Logan followed him in, busted into the stall, and punched the guy in the face while he was sitting on the toilet doing his business. That's, I mean, that's equivalent to a sucker punch, basically. It really You're is. in the most like the ultimate. defenseless position mm-hmm. you can be in. Anyway, Logan was arrested for felony assault, which could get him six years in prison. Yeah. Felony assault. Yeah. That's not not your typical misdemeanor assault. No. This is a felony assault. That's right. And why would you want to attack somebody while they're on the toilet? It's not even a fair fight. It, well, not just that. I mean, there's some things going on. Do you really want that to be in the middle of the fight? Well, there's that element, you know? too. Messy. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, there you go. Enjoy those tickets, by the way. Enjoy the dense schoolhouse. Hey, it's the start of flu season. A new poll just found that uh, about 90% of us go to work with cold or flu symptoms, at least some of the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can see coming to work with a cold, but once you've got a fever, keep your butt at home. Yeah, for sure. I did that, though. What was that, last week or the week before? Remember, I was like, I'm kind of fighting this. I don't really know what's going on, but it wasn't like... It didn't seem like it ever became fully blown with you. But it was like a week of just like the yuckies, but I was taking the... I'm sure, that wasn't allergies. I, I don't think I really have allergies. No. I don't know. Maybe. Jacob's I felt like been it was sniffling just a cold. for days. Yeah. I, I took a lot of allergies. vitamin C. I took a lot of rest. Yeah, I will go through. I mean, I will go for months with nothing. And then all of a sudden, I'll just have this allergy flare up for like two weeks. And then it's gone again for like a year. And then all of a sudden, and, and I can never pinpoint what it is. Have you ever gotten tested? No, because there's eight million different things in the air, and they can they can absolutely pinpoint whether it's you know ragweed or if it's a pine tree. I mean, Mold. they can tell you exactly what is going on. Well, Kristen's got three kids, and one of them has got like allergies to everything, and yeah. the other two are fine. Yeah. It's just weird how. But if it only comes to once different. every so often, why do you think yeah, allergies it's not, and not a cold? Um, well, because to me, colds feel very like a, a cold to me is this process that I go through that's very familiar. It's usually 10 to 14 days. There's a process to it, like where I go through where I feel that little tickle and then it morphs into something that just makes me miserable for two or three days. 
And then I start to feel better, but that's also when I sound the worst. Mm-hmm. And it, why I don't like it is because for two weeks, I just I sound like crap on the radio. This is what I do for a living. I feel mm-hmm. like it interferes with my livelihood. And so I always struggle with that. I'm like, look, I can function. I can operate. I can I can I do the job, bad. but... Yeah. You know, and I'm not going to ask these guys if I can sit out for two weeks. I'm not going to ask that of the company or you guys. So, but at the same time, I know that we go through that process. We're like, oh, everybody's sick. You know, please just stay home. So you never know what to do. Right. And then then there's the old school thought of there are no sick days in radio. Just like there were no holidays either at one point when we first started. (laughs) I mean, I worked on Christmas. I don't know how many years. But you have that's the um, thing because everyone is talking into this microphone and touching stuff here. Right. That if you do have something, you should stay home because you do work in radio where everyone's mouth is close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and working always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Like with Molly and, and before her, Holly, you know, I always try to be considerate and make sure that like before I leave here, I wipe everything down and have everything organized and arranged and disinfected, especially if I'm not feeling well. Because I would want that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I guess a third of us say we always go to work with cold or flu symptoms, no matter how sick we are. Only 11% of us never go to work with cold or flu symptoms. 11% of us, we feel even a little something, we stay home. Yep. It's rest and knock and, it out. Hey, maybe, that's, maybe they're on to something. I think they are. The number one reason we show up sick is because we just, we don't want to lay that on our coworkers. You know, we don't want the sick days ticking up yeah. on our payroll. Yeah. And plus it's probably like when you go on vacation, if you take two or three sick days, you, the work just piles the and work piles button. and piles and piles. That's so a big well reason too. Go in. Feel like there's just too much work to do, too many things to do. We're in a very important Promotion right now, we can't afford to not be there. So more than half of the folks said that's one of the reasons they still go in. Too much work. I don't want to burn a sick day. Maybe they're feeling pressure from the boss. What is the average number of sick days companies give? I mean, is, there, is it usually five, ten? What's usually the norm? Three. Three, yeah. three sick days a year? Yeah. Well, when I worked in a different environment than uh-huh. the radio environment, they gave you... They usually gave you like one to two weeks of vacation that is paid. They would give you three sick days and one personal day. And I felt like even when I was interviewing other places, that was kind of like the staple. That Mm -hmm. was years ago. So maybe it's more now. I'm not sure. Mm. But I also know people, they do like banks, Mm -hmm. like where every month you get like, you know, 1.5 sick days or something like that. And you can bank that. Hmm. 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 
I forget why I came in here, but there was a few days last winter, I feel like it was, where I just felt like I was suffocating under my own congestion. I just, I, I had it in my head, but I don't know, maybe one of us was already out and I'm like, I can't, you know, I can't, I can't not go in and we got contestants on the show coming in and I don't want to make them sick, but at the same time, like I didn't see any way that I could stay home. So I have been through this before. I can definitely relate. They also looked at cities where people are most likely to show up to work sick. And look at that. Cincinnati is in the top five. (laughs) We are number five. Charlotte and Miami tied for first, followed by Austin, Chicago, and Cincinnati. We have quite a work ethic here in the tri-state, don't well, we? Well, I'm just going to let you know I am feeling a little bit of a tickle in my throat. <laughs> Monday And on a Friday, and too. Monday, you know, Monday might be a little bit iffy for me. Hmm. But I'll stay in bed all day Sunday and just see how I feel. Yeah, you let us know. <laughs> Keep us posted on that. <laughs> and you want to know what's going to happen? I probably just totally jinxed myself. I probably will end up sick on Sunday. And when I yeah, send you're a text, a morning, See? you're all going to call me a liar. Faker, wait, faker. Wait, of course. <laughs> Way to lay down a different sort of foundation today, Jen. <laughs> I know. So now I'm going to come in on Monday and be miserable and be mad at every single one of you because it's going to be your fault. Yeah, those are my favorite days, though. <laughs> <laughs> what, when I stay home sick or when no. I'm mad at you? <laughs> <laughs> she is on a tear today. You- <laughs> She's in a mood. Well, there are, I know there this are is like, going to be fun. There are a lot of companies too that will just give you like a bank of PTO, like personal time off, and you have to take your sick and your vacation from mm-hmm. that. That's really another do. thing that's like getting more popular. I want mental health days. I really do. Yeah, I really feel like we should get. How many know. do you want? I think <laughs> I could use a few. One a I week, think one a quarter. I think four a year. Yeah, I think once every three months, you should be able to say, you know, today I just don't have it in me. When we were kids, my mom would let us stay home from school one day a year, and that was our mental health. Your day. mental health and day. She would say, "It's I your know, mental wow. health day." We'd go to lunch, and oh, how nice was that? She was a teacher. She knew. My she mom knew. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we. You know, sometimes she just you know. Uh, yeah, but with this, for as long as we've been working uh, here and for as much, I mean, we've been here, what now, 17 years. So we have just based on our seniority alone, we have a lot of vacation time. Mm-hmm. I, like, I just can't go to Mike Frederick and say, hey, dude, I'm going to need to add some mental health days to that five <laughs> yeah. weeks that I'm already well, getting. I think, you, know, I think, <laughs> you know, I'm not talking about it's going in and individually asking for it, but I am saying that I think companies need to, to do that. I mean, yeah. just with all of the awareness. Especially in high-stress jobs. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, though. I mean, high-stress, that's it's that's so dependent on the individual. I mean, for some people, you would look at their job and say, that's not high-stress, for, but for them, it is. So I think it's all jobs. I just think it's the human condition. Mm. But even, I, even as I think about high-stress jobs, uh, that can't be an easy thing for someone like, say, a police officer to just, you know, call up his duty sergeant and say, having a mental yeah, death. I'm just not feeling it today. <laughs> you know, I know you're relying on me to protect the world here, but, but I'm just going to let someone maybe else take ones, it today. They you know what? Maybe, the, maybe those are the ones that do need to take those days off because they've got so much no doubt. responsibility that if they're off, they don't need to be walking around town with a gun and getting involved and engaged in who knows what. If they're not 
at if their they're best. Not there, they're not if feeling they're their not best. A hundred percent mentally prepared to take on the day. It's also why a lot of police departments sort of stagger their schedules where like, you know, maybe you do four intense days where you're doing 10 to 12 hour shifts, but you get yeah. three days in a row off. They, or they'll do like four. Is that what you just said? Four. 12s? Yeah. I, I think that's it's really like important. Too. Like, yeah. If you're going to force first responders to work long stretches yeah. like that, then you got to make sure they get their, mental health time off and if that comes in the form of three days in a row i think they're entitled they should have that mm-hmm. some of them do like 24 on 48 off so it's like they work like they're living at the firehouse oh. or the whatever for 24 hours hmm. and then they have the next two days to kind of recoup all of that yeah hmm. yeah i think i'm feeling a tickle in my throat too yeah are you <clears throat> i got some drainage <clears throat> <laughs> That's so attractive. <clears throat> you know what's crazy too is we sit here and I'm talk sexy. all morning long during the songs. Everything's fine, and then we uh, flip the microphone on. And it's like, how you doing? That's immediately when it starts. <laughs> the right? Drainage. Yeah. What's right. funny too is I've been drinking these smoothies, and they're so cold. I swear to God, my tongue goes numb, and I have the most difficult time. I'm usually drinking my smoothie while we're playing the best friend game. And when it's time for me to to say the website, my tongue can barely move. (laughs) By the way, our long national nightmare is over. Felicity Huffman will be released today. She has Has served her time already. She might have gotten a day or two off. Wow. Yeah. I guess she's been making friends, though. Oh, yeah. She's hardcore now. Look at her. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Real hardcore. But they had brunch there on Sunday. I saw it. She's a changed woman. You just wait. On Sundays at the prison. I know part of me, you want to talk about mental health. I'm like this prison that she went to somewhat. I mean, it's prison, but it sounded like a little vacation because I was reading this past Sunday that the people wake up at seven. They're allowed to have reading time or whatever in the library. And then they had breakfast. But then there was also like a brunch that day where all of the people got together and hung out. Hmm. I'm sure she is coming away with something oh, from this for experience sure. for sure. Even if it, just talking to these other women that are in there, your freedoms are gone. Yeah, that's got to be even even if it's only 14 days, it's an educational experience, learning experience nevertheless. Life changing. You know, Life changing, sure. Got to say, this is a bold marketing strategy right here. Miller Lite is making a new offer. Miller Lite is going to give you a free beer if you unfollow them on Facebook or Instagram. Look at that. A free beer for unfollowing them. Why do they want to be unfollowed? What is the reasoning here? Well, they say they want people to spend more time with their friends and less time staring at their phones. And they're also going to... Quote, take a break from posting for a while. You know, I've been saying that for about four years. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they follow through with it. You've been saying you're going to take a break from posting? I've been saying for four years that I'm going to kill my Facebook page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How much time do you spend on yours, though? I mean, Facebook? Yeah. Zero. And one, 10.01, done. You're done. You've had your fill. 
Yeah, if you want to get in on the deal, the process has a lot of steps. You have to text them a screenshot that proves you're not following them on either Facebook or Instagram, and they'll send you a link. You go to that link, upload a receipt showing you bought a Miller Lite at a bar, and they will deposit (laughs) the cost of that beer into your PayPal account. Isn't that nice? That's nice. I like that's clever. It is. I would like to see how many followers they get from this. (laughs) Yeah. What will that look like? They'll follow them and then unfollow them just for the free beer. The amount of followers when this promotion is over. I think it's pretty clever. Do you think you're humble? Sometimes. I sure try to be. I mean, I... I I mean, real humility, not... True humility. Not false humility. Yes. Does that make you humble by saying yes? I don't think so. I'm so humble. <laughs> Humility. It's a lesson, isn't it? I don't it? care. Yeah. Well, it was so ingrained in my brain when I was a kid and just talking to my friends about this kind of stuff. It, it It's pretty common amongst my my circle that it was really pounded into our brains when we were kids that don't be too full of yourself. Don't get too big for your britches. You're not all that special. Don't don't be acting all cocky and arrogant and full of yourself. And I think that that can be a really hard lesson because it has caused us to second guess ourselves and not maybe have the confidence in ourselves that take a back seat we otherwise to could, something that you should rather be part than of. being rather than saying oh my god i'm good at this and i you know this is this is something that i should be proud of mm-hmm. and be able to stand in my truth of knowing that i am i'm okay without falling into because of our fear of coming across as arrogant Mm. and it it stops us from doing a lot of the things that we really want to do because we walk around with this belief who am i to do that why me and we want to switch it to why not me Mm -hmm. but it's a hard flip a hard switch to flip yeah i like you know there's a couple of sayings that i like you know you meet the same people on the climb up uh or, or, or uh, here it is. The people you meet on the climb up are the same people you're going to meet on the way down. Keep that in mind. Or Marvin Lewis had a great one. I, and I like this. I think this is so true, too. He would say, you know, you're never as bad as you think you are. When you're feeling down, when you're feeling in the dumps, when you feel like the biggest loser on earth, know this. You're never as bad as you think you are. You're not as good as you think you are either. <laughs> but, but that's that, so true too. I think there's truth in that. You Just, know, and that's the thing too. When you're feeling when you're feeling bad, <laughs> you know, you're not alone. You're not the only one that thinks that or feels that. Because it can also right. feel very isolating. Mm-hmm. But why are you asking so if we're humble? Well, they were asking people. You know, about humility, how humble they are. And, and a large percentage of us think that we're very good at staying humble. <laughs> how do you define it, though? Like when like our. <laughs> I'm so good. Putting at yourself humility. out there. 
not being afraid to embarrass yourself. Listen, like, I, how are you? How are you defining defining that? I have friends of mine that work in radio that I've known for decades, and we trade stories. And some of us are more, however you define success. Some of us are more quote unquote successful than others. But you know, we all came from places in our past, and we sometimes keep in touch and. You know, dude, you're doing great. You know, I'm just, I'm so happy for you. You know, I know those were tough years in the beginning and we didn't think, you know, we didn't know that whether or not we'd make it in this business, but, you know, good for you. Good for you. And uh, there are some colleagues of mine who look at me and what I do here in Cincinnati and say, oh man, like you hit it. You know, this is it. This is the pinnacle of success. And as far as I'm concerned, for me, it is. I'm, I feel very blessed and lucky to be in this job, in this city working with you guys. But I also come in here every single day of my life and make some kind of mistake. You know, whether it's I say the wrong thing or I hit the wrong button or I make the wrong call or I irritate someone at work. Like, every day I make mistakes. Or I fail at something. And I do have those moments where I question, like, how did I even, what am I even doing here? How did Why I even, did they hire me? Seriously. <laughs> how is it possible? How did I get this? How have I lasted this long? You know, I, yeah, I have, like everybody else, I have those moments of self-doubt. I am the biggest fraud ever. And then I just, I hear that Marvin Lewis thing where he says, you know, let's relax. You're never as bad as you think you're. You may not be as good as you sometimes think you are. But I guess the point is, is it just so that brings me that sends me to this place of gratitude where I'm just I'm this flawed, imperfect person who had a lot of help on the way. I didn't do this by myself. And I I guess I'm good enough that they let me stay. And I'm just yeah. grateful. Humbled I'm grateful. Yeah. I'm humbled by that. Yeah, yes. for sure. I, do, I totally agree. So that's my answer to how I feel when asked the question, do you consider yourself humble? I guess I feel more grateful than anything else. And a third of people said they're very humble. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Are you humble if you're like, yes, I if am. If you're saying you're humble. Right? I think by, not, by, no, I, by saying no, I'm not humble, that means yes, I am. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> no? I think my answer would be, am I humble? I don't know. <laughs> yeah you tell me i know i don't i don't i don't think i'm arrogant i don't think i'm full of myself i think that we're all arrogant when it comes to the stuff that we know more about than other people like sometimes that can come across as like i know more about that subject than you but i also think that we're humbled in the fact that we put ourselves out there that can be a very humbling experience as well you know yeah yeah, so much of this job is personal, and we, you know, you share so much of your personal life. Yeah, you want to connect to people, and you want to be real and accessible. But that also opens you up, and it requires a very thick skin. By the way, nine percent said they're not humble, including nine <laughs> percent said they are not humble. Yep. They yeah, and two percent said. They are not humble at all, ever. <laughs> There's the most humble people. Well, you know, there are people that believe humility is weakness. Yeah. I was going to say, are those 2% all CEOs and presidents If I were companies? humble, I wouldn't be where I am right now. I had to be. 
Yeah. Confident. Ah. I know. I just don't buy anyone. Anyone that says, I did this all on my own. I, I'm a self-made man. I just don't believe in the self-made anything. Somebody helped you along the way. Mm-hmm. Somebody cut you a break. Someone taught you something. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Every, everyone has. Yeah. Everyone that you encounter in your life has helped shape who you are today. Yes. In my opinion. And you took every single thing that these people taught you and you did something with it. And you became. So it's both. Yeah. Yes. You did it all by yourself and you had a lot of help along the Correct. way. Correct. Because you could have had that help and done nothing with it. So. I mean, I think that's where the confidence comes in. It's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, oh, my God, I'm so thankful and grateful for all of these people that lifted me up and brought me to where I am today. And you know what? I kicked ass along the way. Too, yeah, because I, I did, did it, too. Do yes. This. And I think, yes. And I think there is I think there's humility in that because it's confidence. Yes, for sure. Hmm. By the way, 10 percent said they're not sure if they're humble or not. So, there you yeah, go, maybe Jen. that is the humblest the answer. Tenders. I don't know. Some, I think it's both there too. Sometimes I am, and maybe sometimes I ain't. <laughs> but my goal is to be as much as I can. Yeah. Right. All right, we're going to take a break here. Seven forty-five. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q one hundred and two. We have other business to get to here this hour. We have a brand new second date update coming up on or about seven fifty, or as close as we can get to that. Uh, let's see. We got a $500 happy ending. So make sure you pay attention to the details of second date update. We're going to ask you a question after second date update airs. And if you're the right caller and you answer the question correctly, you will win $500. Best morning show, best prizes. We got it all. We are humble. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen morning show podcast brought to you by CBG airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.